Today we're being joined by a very special guest, Connor Rogers. Connor, thanks for coming on. Cheers for having me, Scoops. What an honour. Can't wait. No worries. Now, some people may call you Caden McDonald's right-hand man, but how would you best describe yourself? Is it the other way around? Nah, not at all, mate. It's um, If you have a look at my Insta bio, uh, it says <laughs> human pyramid enthusiast, casual asthmatic, and third is Caden's friend, mate. So I'm more than happy playing that role. Enough. How did you and Caden become friends? When was the first time you met him? Mate, it's a long story, but um, to do it as quick as possible, I was lucky enough when I was um, in sort of year seven, I went on the footy show and he lived in Geelong. I lived down here in Melbourne and he happened to be watching the footy show and added me on Facebook and I accepted <laughs> a random Facebook ad. And then um, fast forward six or seven years, we both wanted to work in radio together um, and mm. uh, we crossed paths just because we were friends on Facebook and had zero mutual friends. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. Now, you guys obviously partake in a few things with the AFL. How did the AFL gear come about, and how, how much are you enjoying that role? Mate, it's a um, bit of a dream come true, really. You know, mm. when we first started making videos, I didn't, I, I had no idea what to expect. You know, I didn't really think anything would come of it sort of the way that it has, but Obviously, the AFL, you know, they've jumped on board the social media bandwagon and they realise that YouTube mm. and TikTok and all this sort of stuff's the way forward. So rather than get mm. the old fossils like a Jason Dunstall or whoever it may be that we've already seen a million times, they want to get some fresh mm. faces on there. So, yeah, they just got on to us and it's been a really, really exciting period of time. And sh- surely, mm. Scoops, your phone call can't be far off. That, that'd be nice, mate. Uh, well, the phone's always open to hearing offers anyway. If you Absolutely. want to know, get on to the great man. It's about time we get scoops involved. Appreciate that. Um, now, obviously, with Caden, you do a Dosso's Demons type uh, footy competition. I sent the challenge out a while ago. Caden hasn't responded yet. And I've just seen recently he's got a new new um, uh, match coming up. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen it back about in December, I think it was. I had an offer. It was your Dosso's Demons, well, Caden's. Against the Scoops, destroys him being a Demons fan and me being a Saints fan. What do you reckon? Would you be open to that challenge? And should he accept it, being the captain or the Mate, leader? Like I said, I'm just Caden's friend. He's the main man. He's the captain, the chief in commander, our number one fearless leader. So I'll leave the big decisions up to him. But if it was up to me, if I was the main man, you'd, um, you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing against your Scoops. He'd be my number one pick into the team, <laughs> slotting into that, that fourth pocket Eddie Betts style, I reckon. Any <laughs> that I've had that comparison before, but I know that's obviously over the top. Um, how, how were you like when you were playing footy younger? Were you forward pocket? What, what play would you best describe yourself as? No, all growing up, I was, um, I, to be honest, like for my first 10 years of football, I didn't want the footy in mm. my hands, mate. Like I, I was mm. too scared I was going to turn it over. So I was just a back pocket plugger. Um, mm. You know, I was a tagger, really. I was just tagging their worst <laughs> forward. And prided myself on not letting their worst forward get a kick. So mm. it was only in the last few years where I started getting a bit of a kick. Mind you, in the uh, Division Two reserves, wasn't exactly uh, league footy, but um, so mm. I was running around on a half forward flank. And if I, I'd say I'm a bit of a Matt Owies type, you know, someone who celebrates celebrates his goals as if um, he's kicked a bag of ten when really he's just dribbled one from straight in front. So you, so you said you started as a back pocket and then you drifted to half forward. What's one of the best goals you can remember that you kicked from a distance, an angle, any check sides, left foot, opposite foot? Um, gee, my favourite goal. I would say that my favourite goal that sticks out to me would be in a prelim final at Heidelberg West. I kicked one from probably 
45 as like a as a um like 16 or 17 year old and i couldn't kick 45 meters now as a fully grown man so i had no idea i don't even think i was trying to kick a goal i think i was just kicking as hard as you can though for the best and somehow Mm. it sailed through and i've in the last 10 years of football i'm yet to kick a football half as far as that so that um that long bomb is probably the one that sticks out to me in a a big game outside of caden who would you say is the best afl youtube creator that you've had to either collabed with or met in person, had a good chat to, or even first against him footy if you ever did or anything like that? My main man, Roaming, has. Keep a lookout for this man. He's going to be the next big thing. You think Caden's doing all right for himself? Roman mm. has. He is going to be the juggernaut. He's going to transform the whole game, I reckon. So, mate, such a young age, and he's already putting on a clinic, the man, so I can't wait to see what, what's in store for him. I'm sure he'll love that compliment, knowing him a little bit. I, I know I'm sure he'd love you mentioning that. <laughs> um, now, you're a Carlton fan. Um, obviously, it's probably a great time to come on because when we were recording this, it's the day after you had a great win over the power. You must have been pretty pumped with that being there too. Mate, absolutely. I was there. It was one of the uh, one of the great days of the footy. I was actually there on a third date, actually. It was a, a woman from... <laughs> A woman from Ireland who's only been here a few weeks and didn't even know what the game of footy was. And I actually <laughs> copped spray. The date didn't go all that well because um, she said I wasn't paying her any attention, which is fair enough. I wasn't. I apologise for it. But here we are, the blue baggies. I've seen us be shit for 25 years and all of a sudden we're beating the 15 winning streak or whatever it is, 13 winning streak, mm. second on the ladder, creaming in by 50 points. I was like, oh, I, what do you expect me to do here? How could I not watch the game? This should explain that it's a rarity for us to win in the position we've been in so far for the start of the year. The power, yeah, they had a fair few out, but to win in that fashion, not just win, but win real well as well. Well, the last four games. Yeah, sorry, the last four games have been in and around 50 points or more. So um, yeah. hopefully it happens do the same in the West Coast and the week after against the Pies, that's when we really start getting excited if it happens again. Now uh, there's a video that surfaced when you did with, I think it was Caden. It might have been, no, not Cardi. Saints have been a few others in the preseason. We did you, like everyone does, a ladder predictor and uh, moments that you think might happen during the season. And you did have my Saints last. What was the thoughts about that? You try to be a bit different compared to the rest? There was a little bit of that. I like being a little bit controversial at times when I can scoop. It's almost yeah. Kate Horn style, you know. If you say North Melbourne's yeah. going to finish last, what's that? Is that going to generate any excitement? I don't think so. so. No. Right. I wanted to go something a little bit left field and um, St Kilda seemed like the easy kill at the time. But, um, you know, you, um, much to my surprise, you guys shot up so much further than I could have thought. Starting to mm. fade a little bit. That's right. You have plenty of injuries and it's the first year of a new regime under Ross. So, you know, yeah. I, I think we'll be pretty happy with how you go. Yeah, no, I'm happy with how we're going. But, yeah, as you said, the last month has started the temper off, which is a bit of a concern. You lose a couple of players and then you gain a few back. Then you'd be scrappy in games and you play better against Melbourne, but then don't do well against, well, the Eagles, even though we won that. And then yesterday against the Suns as well. But, um, yeah, that's that's St. Kilda for you, unfortunately. You think that they're, uh, they've got deep in September in them if it all go, goes right, if it clicks? For St. Kilda? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know people will want me to say no, and probably not, but, if it can't, well, if, if you get Max King back, because obviously, as you may know, it was, we'll be back by the end of the season. So, well, first of like the end of the year, another four month type injury, he'd be back before the last round. So, if he can get back and be back to his normal best, and then 
you have a few guys around him come back as well and players like Gresham and that hit some big form and Higo when he comes back next week. Um, that'd be the start. Um, we can make the finals first. That'd be, I class that as a tick and then win another first final like we did in 2020. That'd be a tick and then if anything else from there's probably a bonus. Well, good luck, mate. Hopefully it's Tanks Blues in that first uh, Elim final. <laughs> I was going to mention, Carlton, you are two points out of the eight currently when we're recording this. So, uh, obviously, we haven't been now for the last four weeks. You've said doing well. And now a finals possibility again. We are. And I hate, um, I almost hate that I fully convinced myself with every fiber of my body that we are playing finals. Like, I just, <laughs> I see it so clearly that we're going to steamroll our way in and um, be a genuine threat. But I know that I've had this belief so many times. And it, every time I've ended up looking silly. So, um, there's a bit of self-awareness there, but deep down, I really do think we're playing finals. So who would you say is the most improved player in the competition, not just from Carlton, but from any club, like, say, this year or a couple? Um, good question. I would say that the most improved player from Carlton would be mm. Adam Chera. I think he's been yeah. sen- sensational. He's gone from sort of, you know, just someone that um, could run around, get 25 disposals, but you don't really realise he has to – a genuine best and fairest winner, I think. And then yeah. um, in the whole league, I don't know whether this is a correct answer, but the player that I've been mm. most impressed with is probably Jordan Dawson. Um, yeah. Someone that I had a bit of a laugh at being named captain, not because I thought he was a bad player, just it surprised mm. me that it was captain material uh, looking from the outside. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, he's a genuine, silky, fast, unbelievably skilled midfielder. So Jordan Dawson has mm. really, really got me up. And Zach Butters as well, I'd say. Mm. Uh, both yeah. of them. Shot up out of nowhere. Yeah, Jordan Dawson is exactly. He wasn't really taught about captain material at the Swans, and then when he came to the Crows, just magically was captain, and uh, yeah. that, that surprised me as well. Uh, Brownlow medal tip. Mm. I think Here that I will go. I will go with. Um, I like going someone a little bit. I like on the new person. You know, the person that you wouldn't um, at the start of the season expect. Now yeah. everyone to a degree expect it, but. I really want to see my man Zach Butters um, uh, string a you know three or four real quality games in at the end, and maybe pip Nick Dacos. But at the same yeah. time, Nick Dacos winning it in his second year, the storylines don't get a lot cooler than that. And what I would mm. love if Nick Dacos wins is what I think our sport lacks is an undisputed goat. You know, yeah, cricket you have Don Bradman, soccer you have Leo Messi. Some say Ronaldo, but it's probably Messi. <laughs> so many sports have have the goat. You look at AFL, we don't really have – people say Lee Matthews, some say Gary Ablett Sr., but, but there isn't an yeah. undisputed GOAT. So I would love for Nick Dacos to win a Brownlow in his second year, win another five, have six Brownlows and be the undisputed GOAT at the end of his career. Who would you say would be the premier tip? Oh, who's going to win the premiership? Um, I think that I'm going to go with the Pies. I think that um, yeah. it might be the obvious choice, but you can't look past them and – Brisbane yeah. looks sensational at times, but can they do it at the MCG? Melbourne are yet to string it all together, um, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the Pies in front of their home crowd at the MCG. Mm. and good luck trying to stop them. That's right. Any players in, that you think they sh- people should watch in the future? They're not necessarily the bigger names like the obviously the Nick Dacos and the guys like that, but like any younger players that you feel like, or even middle aged players that are going along okay and not getting talked about too much that you think could be a Keep out in the AFL ne- for the next five years or so. I've got a couple. These are yep. role players that I think will um, become very good players. From Carlton perspective, obviously being a one-eyed biased Carlton man, Jordan Boyd. 
He's a little, tough, skillful back pocket. He might miss mm-hmm. a week because they say he did a dangerous no, yeah. But Boydie, I th- my main man, Jordan Boyd, I really think he's going to um, surprise a few people and become a really good re- rebounding defender. And the other one isn't getting a game at the moment. And I think probably mm. won't, you know, hopefully he's there, but probably won't be there next year. Uh, but hopefully finds another club is Trent Bianco. Every time mm. I see Trent Bianco play, I think he's silky, he's smooth, elite ball user. And I think Trent Bianco, if given proper opportunity, could be could be a serious, serious silky player. Yeah, I got one more final question for you, Connor. So real pleasure coming on. It's the biggest question of all the questions you've had so far. Did Paddy Cripps deserve the Brown loan last year? Absolutely, he did. He <laughs> did. If not, you know, you can look at the season um, on its own and how he may, you know, should have been suspended mm. if we didn't have the best lawyers in the business. And um, you can <laughs> yeah. look at that and maybe say, you know. Maybe there was another better player or if Oliver and Petrarca mm-hmm. weren't taking votes off each other, whatever. But if you look at his body of work over his whole career and, you know, his loyalty to the Carlton Football Club, you take everything into consideration. There's probably no more worthy Brownlow medal winner than him other than maybe, you know, a Bonson Pally deserves one as well, I think. Yeah. Very Angels. good man. He's not won one yet. That's surprising too, isn't he? He's had a great career, obviously over 300 games and uh, been playing for the next year or two as well. Absolutely. Connor, I really appreciate you coming on. All the best with what you're doing. And uh, maybe we'll talk again one day. Love your work. Situation. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. We all love it.